welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Owen Two Heroes. I know this is now four months in a row. You've got an episode for me, and I'm consistent, but I still don't. I still don't have an introduction. I still don't have a slogan or a way to open the show. Um, eventually, s- someday I'll get that. But I'm going to get right into it. We got a very special game. We got a very special guest today. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. But please welcome to the show. I'm Ryan from the List Off Podcast with Brian and Ryan. Uh, as you as you may as it may have guessed, I'm the Ryan half. Mikey, four months in a row, you're like a real podcaster. You've always been a real podcaster. I, no, 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 no. For there's like multiple month stretches where I yeah. had the, I had to switch it up release policy. We're just like, yeah. cool, you get two episodes in seven months, and it happens when it happens. But I, I'm trying to be consistent w- with this one. But cool, cool. Yeah, it's a good show for sure. Yeah, shout outs to switch it up. But um, Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for bringing up List Off. Um, but I'm going to give you a chance to talk about your show, but I want to talk about your show real quick. Okay. Um, you put out a TikTok one time that had, that had me featured in it and, and my partner Hannah found it and she has like an idea of who the podcast that okay. like I talk to and hang out with, but she knows list off is list off with Ryan and Ryan. Oh yeah. Nice. I like it that way. Your two hosts, Ryan got kicked out, so. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. He's, you know, he's sometimes wanted on my show. Uh, I'm kidding. I love you, Brian. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming on the show. And honestly, like I have to say and be transparent here, the whole reason we came back, you're, you're a big reason why we came back. You know, um, there were very few people like clamoring for our show. And I wouldn't say you were clamoring, but like, I think that, um you know, after listening to the episode you put together when we had stopped podcasting, it was like, man, like, I don't want to lose touch with these people. I don't want to like get outside of this circle of Mm -hmm. of people who I consider friends now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy to have you back. It's very cool. Um, I will say I'm a little mad you made my farewell episode obsolete. It was a great grand goodbye. We'll never see you again. It and was. Then you, and then here you are. <laughs> I don't I don't blame any hard feelings you might have, Mikey. I really don't. I can I totally understand them. No, no, no. I'm sure. that, that was that was a very fun, fun one to put together. I, I reached out to I went through the checklist. I, I went I scrolled through every episode you had, and you had exactly eleven guests. I'm like, that's the perfect amount for a top ten and an honorable mention. So I reached out to all of them. That it, it was it was very fun to put that together. That's cool. That's cool. But we are here not to talk about lists. I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a list at some point in this episode. But we are yeah. here to talk about a fighting game, specifically for the Sega Genesis. And you picked this one. So how about you go, te- go ahead and tell us what we're playing and why we're playing it? Sure. So I went ahead and picked the game Weapon Lord. Uh, for longtime listeners of Listoff, you may be familiar with this game. I've told a few stories. It's made a few lists in the past. Um, but... It's actually for the Sega Genesis and SNES. Specifically, we are playing the Genesis version. So, uh, yeah, I picked this game because um, it came, like I said, it came up a few times on our show. And I have a story about this game from my childhood. And uh, I kind of have a grudge against Weapon Lord. My friend and I, yeah, my childhood friend and I, Chris was his name. We used to go to the video store, which I ended up working at later in life. Um, The video store was called Movie Magic. And it was like a three mile walk to this video store. And we had to go over a creek. There was like a tree over a creek. We had, it was a whole adventure. It was basically (laughs) like, like think fellowship, right? That's what it was. It was like fellowship of the rings just to go get a movie or a game on the weekend. So uh, we go to Movie Magic, and you know we're he had a Sega Genesis, and we're trying to pick that weekend's game, and we come across Weapon Lord, 
and it's got a sick cover, dude. It made it, uh, I think it was number one on our yep. best uh, video game covers. That, that, that's the first time I heard about this game was from that episode. And you were talking about it like, yeah, he was like a comic book artist, like big beefy dudes. And oh, I super I, beefy dudes. I, I was driving a truck at the time. I, I pull I'm like, I'm going to forget the name of this if I don't do it now. I pulled over, looked up Weapon Lord like on the side of the highway. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That, that is cool cover art. And then I went back to yeah. work. Shout out to Simon Bisley who put together the cover art. Um, so we we get this game and we're excited. It looks cool. It's a fighting game. Fighting games are all the rage during this time period. It was the 90s. So we walk all the way back to his house. We pop it in the Genesis and we try playing it. Um, of course, we try playing the story. Mm-hmm. Holy, holy shit, Mikey. Like, <laughs> this is the most difficult game on earth. <laughs> we couldn't get past the first level. We couldn't figure out how to do any cool special moves like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat at the time had. Like, we could not get any projectiles out. We're like, what is this? We were getting absolutely wrecked for like 45 minutes, unable to get past the first opponent. And, you know, the night was still young. So we were like, all right, let's go back. We'll return it and get another game, right? So we go all the way back to Movie Magic. It's now like the Two Towers. <laughs> and we make it there. And the dude working would not let us exchange it for another game. He Really? We didn't, well, you know, we're naive little kids, right? Mm-hmm. So he asked, is it broken? And I was like, no, it's not broken. And he said, well, then you can't return it for another game. You can't exchange it. You have to stay, you have to like have it mm-hmm. or you could return it and, and purchase, like pay for the rental of another game. And we didn't have cash. Like we spent our cash on freaking Weapon Lord, dude. So we were like arguing with him for five minutes and the, he, he stood at his ground and would not like, give up an inch so we had to then walk all the way back and we were stuck with weapon lord for the weekend and we just like it left a real bad taste in in our mouths as you can imagine um as i mentioned though i later went on to work at this video store and that dude would come back uh he came back from college to work summers there and uh i told him like years later when i ended up working there i told him his name was brian of all people maybe that's why i have a, a rivalry with brian um and i told him i was like dude you remember this? Like, this is a while back, you know, I, I rented this game. You wouldn't let us return it because it wasn't broken. And he was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. I'm like, you're a real piece of shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you did that to some kids, man. Like, what is your deal, dude? And uh, yeah, anyway, it's it, it was fun. Uh, Weapon Lord was not, but uh, the memory is fun, you know? Yeah, So so hearing that story and hearing you talk about not having fun with Weapon Lord... I'm really surprised that you asked to have Weapon Lord on the show. Just like out of all the fighting games, why why are we doing Weapon Lord again? Because I haven't played it since then. And it's like now I feel like it's become a thing, you know. Um, I mentioned it a few times on the show and like I feel like a big part of having a gaming podcast is you tend to look back on gaming memories you had or memories associated with gaming. So like... This is a game I never thought about in the 20 years between that weekend and now. You know, I like like Weapon Lord was not living in my mind. But then you start doing a gaming podcast and you make these lists, you put these episodes together and all this stuff starts creeping back in. All these memories come back to you. So um, I really wanted to revisit it and see if it was as bad and as difficult as I remember it being and seeing if, you know, 2023 you know, 30 plus years of experience gamer me can now conquer the game that once gave me so much trouble. Okay. Now I, I didn't realize you had it for the, for the one week or the one weekend that you rented it. I assumed you were like 
a weapon lord master. I figured you were oh, gonna come in and please. just core all around me. But <laughs> so so you were talking a little bit about how you couldn't do the combos, you couldn't figure it out. It wasn't like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Did you watch I think it was like the twenty or the twenty-fifth anniversary? The guy who made Weapon Lord did like an hour-long presentation on YouTube about like the history and development of it. No, I did not watch yeah. this. So uh, it, it, it's not as as grandiose as I'm describing it. It's like I think it happened during COVID. It was like him and his roommate, and they were just like they went to Twitch and they were they were playing it. But he talked about the development and all the background stuff. And being a somewhat good podcast host, I want to like research the game that we're covering. I'm a terrible and- host. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not do that. No, you're the guest. You have nothing to do except play the game. I'm going to do all the research, Perfect. and then Perfect. And, and now I get to tell you and the audience. He was heavily inspired by Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, but not in the way you think it. He wanted to be the antithesis of those two. So Mission he was accomplished. like, Street Fighter, easy combos, Weapon Lord, not easy combos. He was just, his whole design philosophy was how do I be as opposite as the popular fighting games as I can? Because like you said, it was the 90s, fighting games were really popular. He wanted to like, differentiate and like distinguish his game amongst the hundreds that were coming out so he figured if i do the exact opposite of what everyone's doing i'll i'll be the standout and then it just turned out to be a very hard game to play dude i mean he you know and the thing is when you look through like the manual or um you know move list things like that you could tell there's depth there you know yeah. they have like their uh what is their block there's like a certain type of block you could do mm-hmm. um and and like looking at the combos and all the moves, you're like, okay, like if you yeah. somehow, like if this became the popular game at the time, mm-hmm. right? If this was the Street Fighter instead of Street Fighter being it, like we these would be the the move sets burned into yeah. our memories, right? Like it would be the fireball instead of the fireball motion, it would be these combos. Yeah. So I, I kind of understand what he's saying, and I think there's depth there, but like for anybody walking in, there's no other there's no other inputs like this mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in any fighting game. So like, it's not your smash. It's not your street fighter. It's not your mortal combat for anyone who doesn't like study and like lab this game. You're going to come in and have a real tough time with it. Um, so I kind of, I, it's cool to know that he set out to do that. I would say he achieved what he set out to do. Uh, it is very much the antithesis of those games, but uh I don't think that's for better. I definitely think it's for worse. <laughs> yeah, but um, like you said, there's a lot of depth there. And and the guy who was in charge of it, uh, James Goddard, James Godard, I guess I didn't do too much research. I don't know how to say his last name. It's all right. But he has a history of like developing video games and, and fighting games in Street Fighter 2. Do you know um, DJ, like the Jamaican yeah, dancer of guy? Yeah, of that, course I do. That's his creation. Like he made oh, well. DJ. And then after Street Fighter 2, he's like, I'm going to go do my own thing and then made Weapon Lord. So he has history of like making fighting games. He knows what he's doing. That's why the depth's there. And that's yeah. also why he was like so intimate with I'm going to do the opposite of Street Fighter because he worked on it beforehand. Do you, do you know the story of Weapon Lord? Like the uh, story, the in-game story? I was going to ask about that. I, I have some Very notes long. here and like it's as far as fighting game stories go, right now, they're very convoluted. I think, yeah. like, Street Fighter Five and Tekken 7, they both involve, like, atomic bombs and, like, 
trying to make a volcano explode to destroy the planet. That's I have no idea what's going on there. Like it's in the future. Right. Maybe maybe you can explain this further, but there's a demon lord. And there is. There, there's a prophecy, and they're like, "Hey, fifteen years from now, twenty years from now, a baby born today is gonna kill you. You should go kill all the babies." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. I may be a demon lord, but I'm not a baby killer. That's I'm right. gonna let them grow up." And then he hosts a tournament 20 years later for people born on that day to challenge them one-on-one and kill them as adults. Do I have the it's gist like, of it? It's hardcore, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that is like the most demon lord thing that demon lord could do. Like, oh, you think I want to kill him? No, like, bring it. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we'll see. I'll give him time to grow and we'll see if this prophecy is true. That's pretty tough, dude. Yeah, this is like... Even just so far as, like, the font that the story is presented in, it's, like, very intense. It's, like, in the Age of Conquerors, oh, yeah. <laughs> man has battled. In the Age of Conquerors, on a bloody battlefield, a wandering mercenary, his last breath. It's, like, very, it's like very intense with the story that, that they're telling, which is, like, cool. Because I think I, I like story modes and, like, fighting games sometimes. It has to, like, I think this works really well, and it's brings together a whole bunch of people why you have like a bald guy a wolf man and a spider yeah. lady it's like they and they all have like there's a vibe to this game they all have a mm-hmm. very similar look right and like it fits it makes it feel organic like it takes place in a certain time in a certain mm-hmm. world like the people have their individual outfits that kind of sets where they are in this world yeah. and there's even a map which is kind of mm-hmm. neat um so there's like that uniqueness between characters, but also like they all seem as though they live in the same world, like they're mm-hmm. the same materials on their outfits, things yeah. like that, right? And they're all super beefy. Must be a yeah. harsh world. <laughs> yeah, just like the 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 art direction of this almost looks like Conan the Barbarian meets right. like heavy metal magazine, where just like it's they look like beefy barbarian guys, but then you also have that extra layer of like edge to it. Like someone's just like covered in bones or someone just like is like yeah and, and the game's like Wearing very wolf bloody. skin you know yeah the yeah. wolf skin yeah. just like yeah. the the skin of of like who i've conquered it's like very intense and like yeah i also wasn't expecting it i don't want to say it's graphic but like when you hit someone there's like a oh lot my. of blood that spurts out it's like intense so it is graphic i watched online you could decapitate people and like totally wreck their body like i saw a video where this one dude pulled off a combo ended up decapitating his opponent and then like obliterating their like decapitated body so you could see like a rib cage and stuff i was yeah. like oh dang like i don't know how on earth you get that good at this game but it could happen it could happen so so there's the mortal combat influence he he took the fatalities that mortal combat had and wanted to put it in this but you can only perform these if you're also at low health. So like if I'm dominating oh. you, like I can't pull it off. It's almost like a it's a really close, but then you do like a cool finisher move. Yeah. And so the moves, the finishers that you can do, there's disembowelment, decapitation, oh. one that's just called brain, uh <laughs> body body pulp, uh frenzy, curse slam, and skull. These are cool names. Yeah. <laughs> This game is so metal. <laughs> this game is, it's so metal. It's, it's <laughs> now speaking of, so it doesn't have like a heavy metal 
soundtrack, but but it has like a yeah. like a cool like it's got like an edgy soundtrack to it. Is there? I don't know how far in the game you got, but is there any Not like? Very. <laughs> I was about to say I I think I made it to level two. I was able to beat the level one opponent like once. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> dude, you're I, a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble when we go to fight each other, dude. So, I, I don't know if it was in story mode or arcade mode, but one of them was easier than the other. Okay, okay. Oh, interesting fact. The mm-hmm. game we played, this might blow your mind, the, apparently the default difficulty on, gen, on the Genesis version mm-hmm. is easier than the default di- difficulty on the oh, SNES really? version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I saw an article about the differences, and it said that the Genesis default difficulty is easier. <laughs> Unbelievable. So there's story mode that I, I could not finish the first level in, and then in arcade mode, I think the first level of arcade mode, the computer just picks whatever character you picked, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. does the same attack you do, but a little bit after you. Oh, interesting. So that one was easy enough to be like, if I do an attack while he's stuck with his sword out, I can now do my next thing while he's... So I wasn't, I wasn't playing the game. I was like right. gaming the computer in a way. So I don't, I don't know if yeah. it, that's going to translate at all. But I, yeah, this game is tough. I don't know, Mike. You might have me. You might have <laughs> me in this one. I got to be honest. I'm not very confident in my skills here. I could do some sick projectiles, though. I... I have no projectiles. I can't figure it out. You can just do that the whole time, and then I can't get close to you and hit you with my sword. Well, it's tough. I mean, I, I could get him to work about 20% of the time. So, <laughs> Very cool. So I'm looking at my notes, and uh, everything I have here, uh, I was going to talk about after you and I played the game, and we can get into like the mechanics and, and the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. Uh, but do you have anything you want to talk about before we head into the commercial break? No, no, not really. Um, if if the name Simon Bisley sounds familiar to you, he did a lot of comic book work. Mm-hmm. Mikey, you actually mentioned another game he had worked on to me. Um, uh, he did the cover for it. It was a PS1 era game. Do you remember the um, name of it? Yeah, it was Heavy Metal Geomatrix. Yeah, yeah. And it you was, said it's actually a good game, right? Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I did that for this show. Uh, the guest I had that pitched that was in the middle of moving, and like we're still trying to get on the schedule to like reschedule that game but it was him and funny enough kevin eastman who who did the ninja turtles oh, yeah the, super dope the the two of them ended up like after doing comics kevin eastman ended up as like president of heavy metal magazine and simon bisley was like editor-in-chief or something so wow. the two of them made a heavy metal video game like based off the magazine and they both had like like influence on that and simon bisley did all of the character designs for heavy metal geomatrix and again they're all like beefy dudes and beefy gals but this one has like a futuristic setting so some of them are like beefy aliens some of them are like beefy robots or like a a beefy person with like a cybernetic eye laser type of thing but like very clearly simon bisley like artwork throughout yeah yeah, yeah, he's done some work on Lobo too, and like mm-hmm. um, he has that like gritty feel to his artwork. He did a, a few covers for Preacher too. Oh, have you read Preacher? Yeah, of course I've read Preacher. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I just read the first collection of Preacher last week. Oh, I, nice, I nice. It. I did not get a chance to do a Mikey's Comic Corner in your Discord about it yet, but I I just finished it last week. It's 
I had no idea what to expect going into it. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. You're in for a wild ride. You're yeah. in for a wild ride. I'll tell you that much. It's it, yeah, it, it goes places. It's good. I, I enjoyed Preacher a lot. I don't think the TV series did the comic book justice at all. Oh, I forgot there was a TV like on like uh like A and E or something or it was know? on like FX I think FX yeah that's exactly yeah, what it yeah, was yeah it came yeah. out around the same time they did Legion right they also had a, a, yeah. like an X Men TV show around the I did like period. the Legion show for the first yeah. few seasons I don't think I ever finished it but the, I mm -hmm. did I did enjoy the Legion show yeah okay well uh, I'm gonna have to find a comic book fighting game and have you back on for that show and we can we can just talk about comics and video games let's do it let's do it. Okay, wonderful. But with that said, we're going to go ahead, play some Weapon Lord. And when we come back, like I said, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it. Uh, just stay tuned, stick around through this uh, commercial and go support whatever the ad is. We'll be right back. Kempe, why don't you have a shirt on? Well, there's nothing worth wearing, Aiden, because if it's not cancelled movie report related, I ain't wearing it. Oh, really? Is so that I'm true? I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Oh, okay, but you've got to sort something out. Where, where can you get some of that merch? Oh, you know what? I've just thought of something. We now have cancelled movie report merch. <gasps> and if you hit the link in the episode notes, you can shop it yourself. Hang on, it takes you right there. It takes you right there. The future is now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Well, we just got back from a very intense game of Weapon Lord, and I'm sweating. Yeah, just it, it, it was intense. It was a couple of the games were really close, but like true own to heroes fashion, I of course lost the game again. Um, <laughs> I I've won one game this whole podcast, and it was against Rick from Pixel Project Radio because he accidentally fell off the edge. I didn't even beat him. Was he that Nick, Nick All Star Brawl? Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, he accidentally killed himself, and and I guess. More so than me winning, he lost. But that's that's the one victory I have in this podcast. It counts, baby. It counts. Oh, it does count. But yeah, so so we played Weapon Lord. We, we cycled through a bunch of characters. Uh, we played four games, and I think I played four different characters for all of them. Yeah, I made the mistake of picking one of the characters twice, but that was an error. Um, I ended up losing the second game with that character, but winning the first one by ch absolutely cheesing wow. it. Like, that was the worst. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> So, I'm just so you poking just, you over and over again. You just stood there with your long sword and like, I, could, I couldn't I even get close to you. And like, it's, it's funny because that's such an easy move to do, but there's such like a robust combo system in this game that they yeah. developed and just neither of us could figure it out. I, I pulled off one combo that was pretty cool, but I don't, I, I just kind of jumped in, did like a light slash and then just kept pressing different slashes. And it ended up like in uh, like kneeling for some of them, you know, ducking for some of them. It ended up being a pretty cool combo. Like yeah. it was effective, super effective. Yeah. I was going to say at times it looked like, you know what you were doing. I mean, maybe I did. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm the ringer, you know, maybe I roped you into this whole thing just to show the world how good I am at weapon Lord. So I think one of the most unique things about this, when I was looking up the combos, so, you know, in street fighter, you do like, the little combo and then you press the punch button it's the opposite here you hold down the press punch button do the combo and then you let go of it you exactly the, you have to do the button first yeah the thing is you don't have to let go of it and i think that's why i was able to pull off a lot of special uh, moves here because i was basically like and i found a little trick right so this was 
basically made definitely made to, to ha- so that you have a six button Genesis controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably one of the reasons we didn't have as much fun with it as we had the three button Genesis controller. Oh. Um, but there are four forward slashes and backslashes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not directional though. Like your backslashes don't go behind you. They're just mm-hmm. called in the game backslashes. So basically like the top three buttons are your light, medium, heavy backslashes. And the bottom three are your light, medium, heavy forward slash, four slashes, mm-hmm. they call them. So for a lot of the combos, you know, we're reading a manual that's that was made when the game came out, but we're playing on a keyboard, so it doesn't really translate well. But I noticed for a lot of them, you could use either. They have a different name for it. It's not light heavy, so I don't really know what they're talking about. But the, usually most of the combos say you could use like basically the equivalent of the light and medium or the medium and heavy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. If I just hold the medium attack button, it could apply to either one. And then I just move the directionals in like a <laughs> circular motion and I'm pulling off all these special moves, dude. You saw it. I had like flaming swords. Mm-hmm. I had little green orbs I was shooting out. I had like all sorts of stuff I was doing. Um, so I, I think I hacked the game in a way. You know, I figured <laughs> out that like, okay, this medium button works for most combos or most special moves. And like if I just do that and kind of mess with the directionals and then through playing that way i kind of figured it out like which directions worked and then i was able to pull them off at will which kind of helped kind of helped a little gotcha. bit gotcha I, I was looking into it the the first game i played i think i picked bane and i, I was looking mm-hmm. up some bane combos on on the phone and like street fighter the combos i don't want to say they're easy but it's right. like a quarter circle motion or a full circle motion or like a front and a back bane's combos it's up up forward up back down it's kind of just like you just got to wiggle it for for yeah. no reason and like that's that's tough to do on a on a keyboard i'm trying to like trying to figure out what to do but yeah yeah the reason i didn't choose like thalasia for example mm-hmm. is one of her combos like we're on a keyboard like you said and one of her combos is like up forward to down backward to back to up forward and a hit button and i'm like okay, how do you even do that on a keyboard, right? Like, <laughs> you can't. You kind of can't do that on a mm-hmm. keyboard. So, yeah, it seemed like there are definitely moves that would be very difficult to impossible to pull off mm-hmm. uh, on this controller. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you're able to pull them off. I think I think I was able to pull off, like, one specific combo move. I don't remember with, with which character, but I played You were pulling off characters. some good combos. You were definitely pulling off some good so, combos. So those combos, they were all just, like not the special moves that are built into the game. My whole plan was jump up towards you. And I'm just thinking like rationally, jump up towards you, hit you at the top, hit you in the middle, hit you down at your feet, and then jump away so you can't get me and repeat. That, that, was, that was my whole game plan. Well, you got me because like I'd usually block the one coming in because mm-hmm. I'd see it like, okay, and not all the time, but typically yeah. I'm like, okay, he's coming in. And then I'd block the one in the middle because I'm just holding backwards, but then you'd get me with like the trip. You'd get me with yeah. like the legs and then you'd be able to land like two or three more and jump back. So like it was mm-hmm. a sound strategy for sure. Yeah. It was a sound strategy. And it, it it worked some of the time. I took a couple, I took a few games. So like yeah. I, I didn't get completely washed out. No, you did not. It was not a wash. You You did win once overall like out of mm-hmm. the, but like i think every match that we played you won one of them i didn't beat you like two in a row at any point except the last one. Oh well that everything was on the line dude yeah that was that was the final battle of good and evil yeah 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 so you want to talk about who we played as 
Yeah, I was about to say, I played four characters, you played three characters. Was there mm-hmm. anyone that you really liked? Is there anyone you didn't like? So I read online prior to playing that Devada is like resoundingly the best character mm-hmm. in the game, like very much considered to be like the one to choose. So I chose her first and I like I liked her. She has some cool special moves, um, but she doesn't have like much of a range. Yeah. Uh, and but I did well enough with her. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of toast. I kind of toasted you with that one projectile over and yeah. over because it like knocks you down. And then when you're on the ground, I could just hit you with it again. I, I just got stuck over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, after that, I chose Gen Tai, um, and she was all right. Uh, she has like a long sword, and the majority of her attacks don't go very far out. But once I found that one attack that did. Um, I really felt bad just like absolutely hitting you. I was just poking you with her sword over and over and over again, and it felt bad. Um, and then I picked her again on accident, and the second time I did try to pull off combos and like special moves, and I did pull off some, but um, that's the one you ended up beating me in. Mm-hmm. And then for the final match, I chose the kind of the guy you're supposed to cho- choose. Yeah. I think he's the main character of the game. His name is Kor, mm-hmm. and it's K-O-R-R in case yeah. you're wondering. Um and that was cool. I, he had like some cool special moves I was able yeah. to pull off with like flaming swords and it was neat. And that was that was the final battle because you had picked the boss of the game and uh, we were actually yeah. in the level that was like the boss's domain. So mm-hmm. it felt it felt epic, man. That really felt epic. You, you pretty much beat the game. Just like <sighs> might as well say I did <laughs> the final boss, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who'd you who'd you end up going with? So I I cycled through a few of them. The first one I I picked was Bane. Um, I liked I he's like a wolf man. I thought he was cool, but the same way that you looked up who was the best, it looked like Devada was the best. I looked up a few things. It was like Devada's the best. Everyone's just somewhere in the middle, kind of even, and then Bane is the worst. I saw that tier list. I saw that same tier list that was yeah. like kind of everybody like yeah. as the mid middle tier, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just because everyone's got like swords or daggers and Bane just has a hammer. So his range is really tiny. So I got to get like real close to you. But by the time I do that, you've already jabbed me three times with your sword. But um, yeah, it was not a good matchup against Gentile. No. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I quickly got off of that and... Um, I I have the list of characters here. Devada, I think Devada's cool. I had fun with her. I can see why she's the best. She yeah. has she has the the laser move that you kept hitting me with. And when I was playing the computer, she has this move where she turns into an orb. Yeah. Shoots at you, and then opens up behind you so you can't hit her. And then she can just do that over and over again. So I, I can see why she's the best in the game. Yeah, she actually like one of her standard attack buttons too is like a high low combo it's mm-hmm. like a two hit you have to be pretty close to pull it off but like she hits high and then hits low and i'm thinking man that's like if you're within range you're not blocking one of those yeah like one of them's getting through and uh you landed that on me a few times yeah for sure yeah so i i could definitely see like why she's the best but i feel like there's a lot of mechanics in the fighting that i just didn't get to and i think partly it's because we're like doing it on keyboard and not a sega controller and like there's no practice mode it's like, mm-hmm. so I can't just like go in there and like practice combos. I have to like face a computer that's going to beat me. But when I was watching that development video from the, from the guy who made it, he was explaining all of like the stuff he put in. So instead of holding back for a block, you can hold forward and press an attack button mm-hmm. to parry someone 
and then you go, whoa, I got parried, and then that lets me attack you, but I couldn't pull that off. Um, I'm sorry, not like, a parry. I, I feel like, yeah, it's called something else. What's the name it's of that? It's a thrust use? block. Right, a thrust block, which is like a parry, basically. Yeah. And I feel like we did do that a few times, but like, it was, I don't, on my behalf anyway, it wasn't intentional. And mm. it's like, you also have to be able to recognize it's happening in order to land those like subsequent yeah. hits, right? Yeah, which like I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm just trying to attack you. You happen to be attacking at the same time, and I did it. You know. Yeah, Th there was um the second match where you picked Gentai again. I went in and I was like, I'm going to try and get a parry, and like maybe I did, but like you said, I didn't recognize that you were like, oh no, I'm in parry, and I just I I couldn't attack you on it, and like it wasn't worth it for me to just stand there waiting for you to hit me. So I went back to just mashing buttons. There is a sound effect. That's how I knew he pulled it off. There's like oh. a specific like twang when you do it. Mm -hmm. It's like twang, you know. Anyway, I can't replicate it, but um, yeah. if you go watch the video, <laughs> you can see it, uh, which is on a uh, fightcade. Apparently, it's on the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the uh, internet. I will you also see ass versus link. s. That's yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. You were ass. I tried to be sex. I. Instead of moving over to the next letter, I just clicked confirm as soon as I got the S in. I was like, ah, okay. But, uh. but yeah, it's, um, so apparently there's like, you could break the weapons too. It says in the yes. manual, there are clashes apparently as mm -hmm. well. Like if we were to do a certain attack at the same time, mm -hmm. there's like a clash mechanic, which we didn't get to do. No. Um, and I think you just mash buttons to like try to win the clash. Yeah. yeah. And then weapons can break as well, mm -hmm. which I didn't know, which yeah, so did not happen. Yeah. No, and I, I was trying to get it to happen, but it's mostly, there are a few times like our weapons clashed and then we both realized this move isn't working, we did something else. But like, you can keep hitting their weapon with your weapon and eventually they break and you can keep fighting, you just do less damage now because your sword's broken and your range isn't as long. So it like, oh. like it affects like, I don't want to say like real world physics, but it makes sense. Right. Your sword's broken. It's it's not as long. You, your like attack is shorter now. So like it makes sense like that way. So you keep con attacking with the broken weapon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Because I was like, man, I wonder if there's like a whole new move set without the weapon, or if you just get like wrecked. Like, oh, that's uh, it. Your weapon broke. You're you're useless now. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah, I, cool. I, I wouldn't say useless. Just not as good. Right. Right. But then, not, not only you can break weapons, but depending when certain animations line up with other animations, you can, like, cut off people's hair, you can cut off, like, pizza, their, like, their clothing, like, um, core. you know how he has that ponytail? If you duck an attack and I'm, like, swiping above you and it's, like, really close, I can, like, clean cut that ponytail off, like, right off of you. Dude, that's super impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, the, and, like... Even, you know, the decapitations and stuff, like, there was a lot of thought put into this yeah. game. And I think the, the only thing that really hurts it more than anything else is the control scheme. Like, if this mm -hmm. game went with a control scheme, like a, like a Capcom control yeah. scheme, right? I think it would have been extremely successful, personally, mm -hmm. because people would have walked in, known how to pull off the moves, it wouldn't have been as difficult, and, like, it could have actually gained mm -hmm. some ground. Because there is a lot of... There are a lot of like interesting mechanics, like the weapon breaking, the clashing, yeah. the parries, you know, the the details of like cutting off hair or like armor, articles of clothing, things like that. Like that is a lot of thought put into mm -hmm. this game. And um, maybe maybe Weapon Lord 
deserves more recognition. <laughs> there, I, I don't know what happened to it, um, but there was plans for a sequel, or like at least the story mode sets it up. Um, I know neither of us finished the story mode, but you know how they have like that text and like it's the weapon land and everybody fights and they have weapons at, at the end when you defeat Zarok at the Demon Lord. There's like, oh no, there's someone more powerful than Zarok waiting in the shadows. Like trying to hype you up like, oh man, who's that? The oh, right, villain right. for the next game. Like it's Zarok's just the puppet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's cool. You know, I have to say, dude, this has been like playing it against you is cool. Uh, this mm -hmm. is now the and and like thank you because this is now the memory I have of Weapon Lord and it's a positive one. Good. So that's really really good. And uh, I'm just gonna say that if they did do a rep a Weapon Lord like remake or remaster, I'd I'd buy it. Like I'd probably I'd be buy there. It. Yeah, I'd be there for it because the music's pretty good. Like the sprites are incredible. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just like. This game, man, I don't know. I think I really think this whole experience of coming on here won me over on Weapon Lord but, somehow. But, yeah, yeah. I say that pretty much every episode, but like, like my computer's in the basement. I record my podcast in the basement. So like when I come down here to practice the games, I'm like playing the game by myself in a basement and it's not fun. But then when I'm like playing against someone and like we're hanging out and we're talking, I think that's like much more enjoyable just like that. And I say that every episode, but, but it's true. It is. It, it's great. I, I had more fun playing with you than I did the entire like four days leading up to this. I, I don't know. I didn't play yeah. for very long in those four days, but like right, that right. 15 minute segment was like the highlight of like my whole Weapon Lord career. For sure. Like we weren't supposed to play for two weeks, Mikey. I thought I was playing for two weeks. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> uh, behind the scenes here, people, I don't I don't think we've ever done two weeks. It, it That's the plan. And it always ends up being, oh, no, I need to reschedule. And it, we have like six weeks or like three months yeah. or it's I played this game as a kid. Day of the podcast. Right. How do I get this emulator to work? And just like, <laughs> it, no, no in between. We've never done like an appropriate like. But right. like it, it works because I played. I don't even know if I played like an hour's worth of this game over the over the, the four days. So we were still pretty much on like even footing. That, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I downloaded Fightcade last night. You know, mm -hmm. I got and I booted up the ROM last night and I probably, yeah, like maybe an hour of it between yeah. today and yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. But it was cool, man. It was just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really a lot of fun. Like, like you said, like, you know, you don't play games like this anymore, right? Yeah. Like, I don't like who do I ever have over to my house? You know, people don't come over here. You're telling me, Brian, your co-host, not the mean guy from the video store, doesn't come <laughs> over and play Weapon Lord with you? No, he. I don't know. I've invited him over before, and uh, you know, he does not. He does not come over and play Weapon Lord with me, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the whole the whole two week thing is just. It's more of like a guideline to make sure we're on like the same even footing. Argument's sake, if you've played Weapon Lord every day since it came out, and I came in, that's not fair. That's not going to be a fun game, right? But as long sure. as like, as long as we're like kind of like an even level, who cares? It, it it's just an arbitrary time frame. Exactly, exactly. Now, one, one of the questions I always ask, like, on the show in regards to the game, if you were working on Weapon Lord and you got to add a character, who would you add? It could be a design, like, there's a Wolfman, I want, like, a dragon guy, or someone, right. you can go like, oh, I want someone with this type of weapon. Just, it doesn't have to be a concrete, just like a concept. Like, who would you add to the game if you could? 
Man, they really covered like their bases as far as like they got sword people. They got like uh, Delasia who throws like these little talon things, and um, they got you know a hammer guy, an axe guy, and like it does lean into fantasy with mm-hmm. Zarak. He's like not quite human, um, or either that or he's wearing like a giant spider on his head. <laughs> um, but oh man, who would I like to see added? I'd like to see. Simon Bisley as a playable character in the game. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He just um, draws himself in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I think leaning more into the fantasy would be cool. Like some amalgamation of, you know, human animal hybrid would be neat. Mm-hmm. And then like maybe a weaponless character. I know it's called okay. weapon Lord, but maybe like, like this, uh, animal human hybrid that like they are the weapon you know um that would be kind of neat to see because i do i wonder i guess it wouldn't work maybe like you could cut off their arms if you did like a a weapon break on them you know what i mean (laughs) but um gosh i don't know it's a good thing i'm not a game designer i think my ideas are pretty poor dude (laughs) so yeah no i I I would totally love to fight like a dragon or like or like right? a, a bit like a, like a giant creature. lizard man you know yeah. no other video game has ever done that right yeah no other fighting game no no it's like guys. yeah primal rage doesn't exist there's no, no dragon mortal combat like no reptile <laughs> no no no, no. I, I was thinking because it's like fantasy it's like like sword and sandal right if right. you threw in like a wizard or a witch character oh cool yeah and like they, they had projectiles like more projectiles than everybody else they kind of like do that with Devada. Like she talks yeah. about black magic, but like mm-hmm. a more focused, like less yeah, and then combat like focused. Yeah, weapon was just yeah. like a staff, right? Where like it, or like even a wand, where it doesn't like do a lot of the damage. Yeah. You like you have to use like the magic if you could, but no, that'd, that'd be good. That would fit too. That would definitely yeah. fit, right? James Godard, if you're listening, Weapon Lord Two, add add a wizard character and I'm add tight. add a lizard. Oh yeah. Wizard versus lizard. I, I, I was thinking combine them to the one character, have, have a lizard wizard. Oh, that'd be cool, dude. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, let's, do, let's get that remaster happening. Let's get that remake. New characters developed just for the remake. Come yeah. on. Work with me, James. <laughs> we know you're listening. We know you Google the game that you worked on every week, and you're yep. going to see this episode. I was about to say, James, I hope you're listening because I know you're active on Twitter. I'm going to tag you when this episode comes out. Oh, I, do I, it, I, hope dude. You, I hope you listen to it. I truly hope he does because um, I really think that he made a special game that yes. uh, I, I was sour on for a long time, you know? I I was not sour on it. I only played it a few days ago. But okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I first opened it, I was very sour on it because the computers, wait, they were kicking my ass. There was, They're different, just like, man. I played for like 10 minutes and I, and I put my keyboard down. I was like, this sucks. I can't play it. And then I looked up combos and after a little bit of practice, I'm like, okay, now I'm getting the hang of it. But like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll start like getting a competitive fighting scene together now with weapon yeah. Lord, you know, like, um, somebody's got to come take this crown. I was about to say, it looks like, um, there is, I don't know if it's like a major scene, but if you go to the fight Cade website right underneath us, um, the last people to play the game, they played in August, July, and in June, so they're fairly active. Um, it's people from Chile and people from Argentina. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. 
That is pretty cool. I mean, I was kind of, you know, I fight shows you who else is playing the game. So I saw your name on there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, Mikey must be in the lab, like same time I am, yeah. right? Um, and we were the only two names. Yeah. Like the whole, every time, which weren't obviously wasn't many times that I was on there, but uh, still, you know, yeah. not a lot of people play in Weapon Lord in 2023. Yeah, I, I get that. And, just for comparison, it doesn't look like um, Fightcade's like super popular or anything. But if you go to their homepage, it shows you like the most popular games, and uh, it looks like King of Fighters '98 currently has the most people playing with Makes 446. Sense. Wow, yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, so definitely more than the two we had for Weapon Lord. But but give us give us maybe a year UI James Godard we're going to start a whole community on Fightcade we're going to get that up to 500 people playing at once we could just no let's put all that energy all that marketing energy behind the remake i want a remake okay. i want it to happen i want it with updated I, controls i looked into it and i was just like doing research for the game and i thought they announced a remake and i was really excited it's just it was an artist's interpretation of what they wanted the remake to be. Someone went through and like redrew all the characters and redrew all the backgrounds and made like a website. And it was like concept art of what it could be. But when I'm just looking down Google images and I see a whole bunch of them, I didn't get a chance to read the article. I'm like, oh, cool. New Weapon Lord. But no, duh, just hope. See, but James, you could hire people like that. There's people yeah. out there who want this, who would work on it with you. So <laughs> come on, buddy. I like how this episode turned into us talking to James exclusively, <laughs> James Goddard. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow like my podcast stats every day until I figure like, oh, one of these <laughs> listens has to be James. I hope he enjoyed it. Absolutely. You know, what? James, if you're listening, come on the show. You like fighting games? I'll, I'll fight games with you. Come on, and then yeah. He's okay. really bad at them too, James. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As you can clearly see, I, I will lose. So no, at the end of today, we have two campaigns. One, make Weapon Lord Remaster. Two, mm-hmm. get James Goddard on my show. That, that's Absolutely. fans. Tweet at James <laughs> Goddard for both of those. I think he's the person to, who's in control of both of those. We need a remake. We, meet, we need him on my show. My you better make sure it's the, it's the right oh. James Goddard. It's not exactly <laughs> like an uncommon name. You're just <laughs> tweeting at some guy, like random dude. He's like, it's what like, is all this? It's just like a poor English teacher in Canada who's like, who are these podcasters? Yeah. Why are they roping me into this? Fine, I'll come on your show. (laughs) I was about to say, I'm going through through my notes, and I only have have one note left. And it's at this point, it's just become like a little bit of a joke. It's not a very serious one. But you're having people over to your house. You're having Brian over. You're having... You're having Rick over. You're having Dave from Tales I just explained this over. doesn't happen, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're, you're inviting everybody to your house. We're having a great Let's big party. And Absolutely. you're in charge of, of bringing the, the, the part, the, the game for everybody to play. Uh-huh. Are you bringing Weapon Lord or are you bringing Smash Bros? Mikey, this is not a fair question. <laughs> I, I know. Okay. I, I have to, I ask this every episode One is now. two players. One is a lot more than two players, right? Like... It, It's become a bit of a joke at this point, just because when I first did it, the emulators that I was playing the previous games on were on the same computer the emulator for my GameCube was on, and I would get 20 minutes into this game, I was like, I'd rather be playing Smash Bros, and I would switch to Melee, Mm -hmm. so then it just became like a question like, hey, did you feel the same way? And they were like, yeah, about 20 minutes into, into playing 
Tekken or Bushido Blade. I was like, oh, I'd rather be playing a different okay. game. So it's tradition. So I have answer, to ask now. I'll answer your question. I'll answer your question. I think if it were a smaller crowd, we could do a Weapon Lord tournament. And I think Ooh, okay. it would be just as much fun as playing Smash Brothers because it's something new, something people haven't heard of. The game is, like we said, really well made a lot of thought went into it and like i could see i would want to see how people work with the combo system and with the move system um i don't know if it'd be just as fun as smash bros let's be real <laughs> like that's a good game for a big group of people right it's like mario kart it's the same yeah. thing um so i have a question for you 20 minutes yeah. into playing weapon lord did you think oh i'd rather be playing smash brothers no um and it's not just because I was playing on a different computer. Like like I said, the first time I played it, I got frustrated and I put it down. But after I figured out what I could do, and I realized that there's like so much more I could do, I felt determined to at least figure like one combo out. Nice. Nice. I'm happy yeah. to hear that, man. So yeah. you've, you heard it here on O2 Heroes that Weapon Lord is better than Smash Bros. Conf confirmed. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now, that's all of the notes I have. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about the game? Any anything on your mind? No, I will. I'll, I'll tell one more story, Mike. Okay. Oh, I'll you have more stories. I'll tell, Lay it on me. I'll tell what? Just one more. Just one more. Okay. So, um, after the initial episode where I talked about Weapon Lord and I discussed this, uh, the same thing I discussed earlier this episode, the trip to the movie store and and not mm -hmm. being able to switch it out and all that. Um, I was like, man, you know, at the time we were selling merch, we don't sell merch anymore, but we were selling shirts. And I was like, what if I could get Simon Bisley to make a list off podcast shirt in the weapon Lord font because he did the font too, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I, uh, just sent him a message on Instagram and I'm like, he's probably never going to see this. He's probably never going to get back to me. Um, but he did get back to me and he's like, his, basically he was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, and i'm like oh dude that's so cool you responded uh like would you be able to would you be interested like i'd yeah. pay you for it and he he basically said i don't even have the rights to that font like i don't have I, that you'd probably have to get in touch with namco or like whoever owns the rights to the game and that was the long and short of it but technically i had a conversation with simon bisley and that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. cool that's pretty cool yeah okay i'm gonna that add getting simon bisley onto onto the show as my third <laughs> task for the week yeah you could play uh heavy metal geo matrix with him yeah yeah i could have him on for that one exactly well, him and kevin eastman okay N now my laundry list of people to get on the show at first <laughs> I, like, i'm sorry no you're good at first it's like podcasters who i know who i'm friends with just like in real life friends this is easy and now i'm like getting comic book legend kevin eastman on the list of people i need to have yeah. on the show best of luck mikey best of luck <laughs> thank you now before we go i'd like to give you an opportunity please tell us about list off uh where we can find you what it is i i know all about it you don't need to tell me this you need to tell our listeners who might not know about you Sure. Uh, so we're a podcast. We used to do top 10 lists, top five lists of different video game topics for the first two and a half years of us being around. Um, so we have a healthy backlog of that. Uh, and now we just basically do weekly, short little weekly episodes covering gaming and pop culture news. Uh, we're available anywhere you get your podcast. It's List Off with Brian and Ryan. I don't know how he wrote me into letting his name be first, but here, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. 
And um, yeah, I also do a series on YouTube that's on the List Off Podcast YouTube channel called Weeha. It is a monthly series where I document my trials and tribulations in collecting uh, for the N- Nintendo Wii. I was gifted the Nintendo Wii, and uh, I started collecting for it. So I was like, "Hey, I could, I could make content out of this, baby." <laughs> Like, what am I doing with my life? Um, so, yeah, that's been a lot of fun, too. So, yeah, you know, check us out sometime if you if you want to. We're pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I like them. Ryan was nice enough to have me on his show. Okay, Twice, I he, think, he, right? was, he was nice enough to have me on the show two times. I forced myself onto that third time when I just made an episode <laughs> for him. But, yeah, just uh, Ryan's great. Brian's great. Go check out the show. And, Ryan... Don't worry about you not plugging your socials or where to find you. I know where to find you. I'll put all of that in the show notes below. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not I'm not like the best salesman of my own show, you know. I was about to say, I I'd argue I'm a worse salesman. When I when I do the show, I'm like, I'm not gonna plug myself. You don't need to find me. If you're listening to this, you've already found me. Just my my job is done. I don't need to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I do want to say, Mikey. I, first, I want to say, I want to say, Mikey, thank you for having me on, yeah, honestly. Um, and thank you for for giving me the opportunity to to play Weapon Lord again. And, uh, yeah. and thanks for, you know, handing the game over to me and losing on purpose. Uh, I really appreciate <laughs> that. You're so generous to all your guests except Rick. Except Rick. And I was trying real hard to let him win and just he, w- he wouldn't let me. I know. he had. He's like, no, not today. I'm walking <laughs> off this ledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I really appreciate it, man. It was a good time for sure. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, the I think my journey with Weapon Lord is much shorter than yours, but it's funny how we both started off like this isn't a fun experience, and then by the end of it, like I really enjoyed this. So I'm I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, definitely. Of course, uh, we're recording this Saturday afternoon, it's just about noon. I don't want to hold you up any longer. I know you have stuff to do on the weekend, but I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for coming on. Listeners at home, listeners in the car, wherever you may be, thank you for listening. Thank you for making uh, this far. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye, James.